Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier in a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Sonny Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. 53 and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Dots with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. All right, we are live here on Brinks TV. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. Man, what an intro! Uh, that was uh, that was pretty sweet. That that played even better than I thought it was going to. And, and Israel, I know you always get fired up on that last clip. Joining me is my man on your right, Israel Troop. What's up, man? What's going on, man? I was sitting here trying not to talk during that whole intro yeah. deal, but I was like, this is sweet. This is sweet. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the setup we have around you. J-Boy, eat your heart out, right? We actually got our rundown <laughs> on the side of the screen, uh, so it's going to keep me from being ADD radio. Uh, we got our name down there. We got our logo. We got this really cool bulldog head floating in the background. Man, I'm excited. We're on Brinks TV, so thank you to the whole Brinks crew for getting this show on the road. Uh, the Believe Network really put this thing together. Uh, top notch, man. I, I, I feel I feel blessed. And uh, our, our show is only a year old. We're, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary for the show. I know, Israel, you joined me a little bit later, but, man, this is exciting mm-hmm. to go from where I was at this time a year ago to where we are right now is absolutely amazing. So, uh, you know, thank you for, for joining me on the ride. Thank you, Brinks TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Believe, for uh, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, for believing in us. So, (laughs) Israel, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Troopstar28 on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, My regular name, Israel Troop, on Facebook, um, if you guys have that. Um, I'm pretty entertaining every once in a while. I'm a coach, so there's a lot of inspirational stuff going on. Um, if you follow me today, you realize that uh, my son had a blowout right before we left. Um, before, I, before I left for workouts, before I took the daycare. So um, it's been quite a day nice. today. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in case you missed it, we did a dad pod last week where we we shared many uh, blowout stories. So so make sure you catch up on that. But uh, yeah, you can find me uh, at Coach Burton thirty six on Twitter 
at Burton.Corey Instagram. My name, Corey Burton, with an EY on Facebook. Uh, you can find our show uh, at Believe in Dogs on all social media platforms. We have a TikTok, believe it or not. Um, I haven't really posted anything yet. I'm still learning the TikTok game. <laughs> so you might see us on TikTok. I don't know. Soon, right? Um, and as you can see, uh, if, if, you, if you've made it to the bottom right corner, which I haven't yet, but if you made it to the bottom right corner of our screen, you can see our show is presented by betonline.ag. So lots of lots of stuff going on. I, you know, I, I, I continue to be impressed by these Hawks and and I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm like this close because I'm not really much of a better. I, I've messed around a little bit during football season. I really just because I don't really know how to bet on basketball is why mm-hmm. I haven't really betted much on basketball. But man, what a game with the Hawks last night coming you know down man, what, 26 points in the third quarter that was the first time that i felt like georgia had a chance to do anything they're down by 20 something points in the third fourth quarter and they come back and win by what was it, three i mean that's awesome that that yeah. that means that the curse of georgia may be lifted I know Kirby Smart's ready for that. So the month of June is heating up. It's tons of exciting sports action. Bet online is where you can find it from basketball, which we just talked about, to hockey playoffs if you're bold enough to bet on hockey, to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet online has all the latest odds and news information for all your online sports betting needs. So do what we did. You can literally bet on anything. So visit the website today or use your mobile device and join. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before that next tip-off, face-off, or uh, pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Israel, got a great show lined up, man. Um, we got some recruiting updates. You know, we talked to Blaine Gilmer a couple episodes ago, uh, previewing this whole uh, June recruiting cycle. Uh, lots of things happening, lots of things heating up, lots of visitors, lots of things. Decommitments, some some pretty big ones, literally and figuratively, uh, that I want to get to. Uh, Bear Alexander, that one hurt. Uh, and then Bowie, not surprised, but it hurts nonetheless. But lot lots of things happening, lots of things taking shape. But how does Georgia recover from those two decommitments? Uh, you know, it's it, it's one of those things to where you got to understand that it's recruiting. You know, that's what happens. You get guys early. You know, those guys say they're locked in, but all of a sudden, you know, other teams start to figure out, hey, this guy's pretty good. And they start pulling and pulling and pulling. So, you know, that's just a part of the recruiting game. And, you know, I talked about a couple of shows ago, Nick, losing Nick Williams was a big, was a big loss, George, especially uh, the he, he's not much younger than me. I think we, we are about a year apart. Um, the way that he can interact with the with the guys and, you know, he's from South Georgia, so he knows Bowie and things like that. You know, those guys are guys that he met when he was at Georgia, Bear and Bowie. So, you know, as soon as they decommit, where they go? They're going to visit Texas A&M. So losing him was huge. But at the same time, you got to stand, it's, it's recruiting. You know, um, Georgia's got 707s going on right now. So, of course, those guys are looking at guys, okay, we lost him. Who can we pick up now? You know what I mean? So, you know, the floodgates are still wide open, and you know this recruiting season just getting started. I'm just glad that these guys can go out and do the seven on seven, do the camp, so they can be seen by all these coaches. So just give us some time, and I guarantee that we'll pick up somebody, you know, to kind of replace those guys. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the names I'm hearing uh, a lot more smoke on is a guy named Travis Shaw. Uh, he's coming in. He, he's looking like he's a, a big time player now uh, in in the I guess in in the crosshairs of this recruiting staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ooh, I just I just love the fact that these guys are on campus so they can be seen. You know, we we hear these names a lot. You know, Shaw. Okay, well, who is he? Now we get to see match a face with a, a name with a face. And right now, I mean, it's, that that is picking up steam, picking up steam. So you never know what might happen between now and either the first signing day, second signing day. These got time. These guys are time to go see the the campus, you know, get to know these coaches and everything. So you never know what might happen between now and signing day. Absolutely. I mean, there there's a lot of things going on. Seven on sevens. There's the rivals five star challenge. Uh, you know, Oscar Delp is is really showing out there. Gunnar Stockton is putting a tremendous showing there at the uh, the five star mm-hmm. challenge, lighting it up. He's winning all kind of awards and things like that. So, I mean, it's you know, I, I I'm excited with with the future of this thing. You know, Oscar Delp has been a huge part of recruiting some of these guys, um, and and he might be, you know, he, he's going to be in the boat as well. Uh, you know, you've got the we're really kind of hitting well with the IMG crew as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think with, you know, Tyler Booker um, as a big offensive lineman, he's somebody that's on, that's big time on the radar, uh, big, uh, big offensive lineman from IMG. Uh, he, he's one of the ones that I think uh, Blaine was the, the highest on as far as being able to get, he's six, yeah. five, 315 pounds probably comes mm-hmm. in as a tackle, but um, so I, I kind of like where we're going there. Uh, another guy, four-star receiver. We're starting to get some receiving uh, attention as well. Shalik Knotts from from Monroe, North Carolina. He he was here last weekend. He was extremely impressed. He said, "quote It's just something different." So oh, yeah. getting guys like that, I think, will help turn the landscape of. You know, especially at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. You know, with starting with George Pickens. I think it started with George Pickens, uh, getting him to flip from Auburn. You know, we talk about wide receiver recruiting, which has been something that Kirby Smart, that's, I guess if you had to pick a weakness, that's been his biggest weakness as far as recruiting mm-hmm. up to this point. It is no longer, it is becoming, it's quickly yeah. becoming a strength. But it started with George Pickens, flipping him from Auburn, right, out of Hoover, which you get a kid to come over from Hoover. That's, you know, usually those kids are Bama locks. And if they're not Bama locks, they're Auburn locks. So you get Pickens. Then you get the trio of Arian Smith, Jermaine Burton, Marcus, uh, Rosemey, Jack Saint. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you get a Donnie Mitchell and Justin Robinson. Mm-hmm. And you get those tight ends. And you get Eric Gilbert. So you're getting a lot of weapons now. I think they're kind of starting to see that, okay, this Georgia offense is evolving. What part do you think George Pickens has played in all this? He, he's been He's been kind of the key to me. I think I think he's played a huge key. You know, um, you, you hate to see a guy get injured, but one thing that he's done, and one thing that guys do, you know, even you know while they're rehabbing things like that, you know, they're on social media. They're still talking about how great Georgia is. You know, and right. flipping like you said, flipping a guy from Hoover, Alabama, who is the mecca for going to Alabama and going to Auburn to get that guy to come all the way to Georgia is huge. So, you know, that says mm-hmm. something about the program that we're having. And now guys are starting to see that, well, Georgia's opening up the playbook. You know, we're being more dynamic. We're, pressing, we're pushing the ball downfield. We're throwing a little bit more. You know, and that's, that's kudos to Coach Mike and that coaching staff to, to um, let, let, let's, let's go to work. 
you know, and Kirby Smart's starting to see it now. You're not going to get these five-star receivers, these kids that all these other teams have that have to be dynamic on offense if you don't throw the football. Yes, we can throw. Yes, we can run the ball. We know that. That's what Georgia's been built on for forever. But you have to throw the ball in order to get these these athletes that you need in order to win championships. Look at Clemson. Look at all the receivers they've had, and they still manage to run the ball with ETN. You know what I mean? So those have to look at, and those are things that Georgia's doing well right now. Kirby Smart's figured it out. He's figured out the recipe. So now it's time to go to work. Now it's time to get these dynamic receivers and things that come in. That if you throw a five-yard hitch, they can take them to the house at any point. Oh yeah, no doubt, and uh, that's that's the biggest key. Just get the athletes in and 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 do something with them. So, um, it, this thing is far from over. We're gonna, you know, uh, to to wrap up our recruiting discussion, we're gonna have Blaine back on uh, at the end of this month to uh, to kind of recap this crazy month of June because this June, you know, June's usually kind of crazy anyway with seven on sevens camps and stuff like that. Uh, but since there's been an extended dead period, it's been extremely insane. It's been fast and furious. There's yeah. been decommitments everywhere. You know, people finally getting to, to step foot on other campuses and, and and meet people. And these kids are overwhelmed, I think, too. And you know, yeah. I, I don't think it's over for Bear Alexander and Bowie. Uh, but I think Texas A&M has become a major player. They're now the favorites. But this thing's far mm-hmm. from over with those two, even uh, because. Yeah. You know, they still got, you know, once the dust settles, they still got to kind of think about, okay, was Georgia the right fit? Is A&M the right mm-hmm. fit long term? So there, there's still a you lot got, of decisions to be made. Exactly. You got to understand, too, just because you decommit from the school does not mean that you could not go to the school and commit to that school still. You know, you right. decommit because, of course, you, you still want to go out and look at other things. It's just like when you're buying a car. Right. Okay. I like this car, but I still want to go out and test drive other cars too to see which ones I like. You know, and I'm okay with that. You know, they, you know, with social media now, such a big thing now. You know, they have the graphics and things now, and everybody gets so up in arms. But these kids can, (laughs) these kids can, can decommit and then they can come back. It's not, they haven't signed anything. You know, they just went, hey, that's the school I want to go to. You know, and sometimes, you know, that, that grass ain't as green on the other side when you decommit. You're like, hey, I want to go back. You know, and I'm pretty sure that those guys still they still have that that verbal or or that uh, that offer from Georgia. So if they want to come yeah. back. We would we would rather love to have you. But by all means, go to wherever you feel like you need to go. You know, mm-hmm. make the right decision for you. And that's what people have to understand. These kids are yeah. going to be there for however long they need to be there. Let those kids make the best decision for themselves. And yeah. if they want to go and look at other schools, let them be happy for them. Let let them go. That that just shows just how talented that young man is. I, absolutely, and and I'm all for it. I'm all for them. I, I just want the kid to get it right. You know, I, yeah. I want them to get it right because you know this whole transfer portal is a mess right now because there's a lot of kids who I was probably about didn't say, get don't it right. End up in the transfer portal. Yeah, because it's that line is long. <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. might end up in the transfer portal going, yeah, you know what, Tennessee was my runner up, but now I'm at East Tennessee State because mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I I took a chance and, and Tennessee wasn't available. So but Israel exactly. part of recruiting part of recruiting is 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 facilities, right? Mm-hmm. And Georgia's facilities, this new facility we opened is second mm-hmm. to none. I'm still waiting on the tour. Uh I know your boy oh, TK God. probably got the tour, right? I, I saw that exchange. Uh, I don't want I don't I, I don't want to talk about it. But about, uh, me, Chris Burnett, um who we'll yeah. have on the show soon. We 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 were very upset. That yeah. one. Let's talk about Top Golf first. Let's talk yeah. about how they put Top Golf in, in Sanford Stadium. Yeah. All right, that is by far the coolest thing I've ever seen. 
Okay, to yes. put a top golf, which we we've all been to top golf. We know how fun they are today. But put that inside of yeah. Sanford Stadium is awesome. And by far, Josh Brooks is the best athletic director in the history of athletic directors. I don't care what anybody says. If know? there's anything but, north of a grand slam, that's what he just that's what that's what Georgia did hiring him. And and, and that's it, you know. But um, but yeah, that's I saw a picture fans. of uh, that's it. I saw a picture of him and TK. And, you know, me, me and Chris were a little bit taken back by it. You know, I, I did shed a tear a little bit. We were kind of jealous. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk yeah. about the weight room. Oh, my God. I tweeted a picture of the weight room. That weight room is absolutely ridiculous. They have a whole stadium yeah. within, the, within the weight room, so yeah. they don't have to go outside and run the track stadiums anymore. It's in the weight yeah. room. Yeah, you know, that weight insane. room is ridiculous. The locker room, yeah. uh, the locker rooms at the stadium. I mean, that's how you get kids to come, facility. Mm-hmm. Facilities, facilities, facilities. If you're not upgrading facilities, you're not going to get guys. Who guess what? That yeah. same guy you're recruiting is going to go somewhere else and see. Well, yeah. look at this. LSU has beds in their locker room. Who didn't want to, That's where you spend most of your time anyway. Yeah. So who's not going there? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, most places got a barbershop now, so you can get your haircut. You you Georgia go get your box box now. launch and your custom smoothie. Go get a haircut and lay down and take a nap. Yeah, All you without can get leaving high right and left and still be good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, I saw a list, Israel, that that really kind of stood out to me when we talk about stadiums. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to give a little credit to uh, to the Dogs 247 site. They ranked the – or actually 247 – somebody from 247. Let me, let me find the proper credit here. Uh, Brad Crawford uh, ranked the most host- – the 10 most hostile environments – in 2021 okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna run through this list okay so what what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of take a look at this list and and i'll tell you in a second where sanford falls and we're gonna kind of compare and we're gonna break down this list like okay did they get it right you know where does georgia stadium fit in you know who's who's not in there that should be and and vice versa who's in there that shouldn't be so so here you go uh, number 10 is the Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. OU. That's a, that's a, that's a mouthful, right? It depends, it depends number, on the game. Yeah. Number nine, Camp Randall, Wisconsin. That should be higher on the list, to be honest with you. Yeah. Number eight, Autzen Stadium, Oregon. Number yeah. seven. Okay. Sanford Stadium, Georgia. Number six. Okay. Death Valley, Clemson's version. All right, number eight, uh, the Horseshoe, Ohio State. Number four, the Swamp. Okay. And we're going to get into a bait about that. Number three, Kyle Field. Number two, Beaver Stadium. And number one, the LSU Death Valley, which it was – you played there, right? It depends on what time. Yes, what time is that game? If it's at 1 o'clock, really. 3.30, 3.30, maybe if it's a night game, yes, that is definitely number one. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's it's loud. Uh, it's loud. <laughs> I, I was with LSU fans uh, in the Georgia Dome, and that was loud. I remember in, I think it was, it was definitely 03. We had them outnumbered. It was, they had 25% of the stadium. And they were louder than the Georgia fans that day. Yeah, It was insane. Um, so Georgia falls at seven on this list. Why? All right. Do, do, do the six ahead of them, is there any stadium you would replace Sanford with 
um, as far as like hostile environments, things like that? I would definitely replace them at for Ben Hill um, just because it it depends on who the Gators are playing. When Georgia plays, the stadium's loud no matter what, you know, Mm -hmm. and I would definitely replace them in front of the horseshoe because it depends on who Ohio State's playing, if it's loud or not. They're playing like Rutgers or something, uh, it's okay. You know, but when Georgia fans are there, I mean, when Georgia's playing, it's loud, no matter who we're playing. You know, so I would definitely put them in front of those two. Uh, the 12th man, you can't beat the 12th man at Kyle Field. I mean, that those guys are rocking and rolling. Yeah. You know, one thing yeah. about LSU now, they've actually closed that stadium now. So it's definitely loud now. Yeah, definitely loud. And, and that band really knows how to get that that stadium fired up. Beaver Stadium, if you've seen the whiteout, I've never seen it in person. That's one thing I do want to see in person. That can get pretty exciting. But again, it's depending on who they're playing. If it's a night game against mm-hmm. Michigan, it, it, yeah, it's probably number two on the list. Uh, I've mm-hmm. been to Death Valley, uh, Clemson version, and it's loud. It, it's definitely a tough yeah. environment, really tough at night. So I, I think they should be a little bit higher. I think Camp mm-hmm. Randall is not getting enough credit. That place, I mean, they're right on top of you. And uh, those Wisconsin people are insane. Uh, one of my good <laughs> friends who does the Believe in Vandy show um, and Illegal Motion with me and probably seven other shows that I don't know about on the Believe Network, Matt Perkins, he he graduated from Wisconsin. He played rugby there, actually. Um, and okay. he would tell me all these stories about, about Camp Randall and, and how loud it was. Like, he told me that... ES, they like their student section is so rowdy and so, I guess, vulgar that ESPN would not put them on a night game. That's why they don't oh, have a lot of wow. night games. Like ESPN will not play their night games because you know how ESPN is. They mic up everything so you can hear everything. Mm-hmm. And their oh, yeah. their student section is it's like half of one of the end zones. It's it's that's impressive, ridiculous. especially when yeah. you think about Death Valley. And what happens at nighttime there that they won't even put mm-hmm. Wisconsin in night game? That's impressive. Yeah. I'm not even lying. Because they're like right on top of you, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like the cameras are there, and like the the student section's probably, you know, five feet from the camera. So it's like the just the proximity yeah. of it, I think, makes it a little bit more difficult to uh, for ESPN to avoid some of those fines. But you know, I I, <laughs> I think Sanford Stadium, God Almighty, there's like. One of the loudest, actually the loudest game I've ever witnessed inside of Sanford Stadium was 04, the revenge game against LSU. I know I've been to a lot of LSU Georgia games, but um, that was the revenge game where uh, David Green and and crew put a absolute smackdown on LSU. Too bad they laid an egg the next week against Tennessee, but um, that LSU game was insane. Uh, The blackout game against Auburn. Yes. I was that just game about was to say insane. the blackout game and the very the my very first game in Sanford Stadium. You know, it was my freshman year and we're playing OK State. And that I'm talking yeah, about it it's, I think it was a three thirty game maybe. And it is hot, yeah. but them people were rocking and rolling in that stadium that day. Oh yeah. You know, because there was yeah. so much excitement. You know, and every yeah. game after that, every game after that was just huge. Even the mm-hmm. blackout game when we played Alabama, it was still yeah. loud. You know, so oh, yeah. that's the stadium stuff to be in. Notre Dame, a couple of years ago, they came to Sanford Stadium and we saw what happened. The crowd yeah, controls even, everything. It's even more, it's even worse for opposing teams now than it was even back then. And don't forget like our, the our light shows. improved. Yeah. Yes, and the light, the light shows. Sh- come on now, you, you yeah. can't beat that. 
the, the intro was drastically improved where, where they run out on the stadium, the light show, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, just the, 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 the fact that the fact that the crowd caused what seven false starts for Notre Dame yeah. and yeah. caused them to burn a timeout like early in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what our fans do. So like two stadiums that I, I think that don't get enough love is Sanford and Camp Randall. Those are two stadiums yeah. I think that should be higher on the list. Death Valley uh, should be higher. Both Death Valley should be really high on the list. I think the Swamp mm-hmm. is good. I don't think the Swamp is as loud as Sanford. We'll we'll, we'll get back into that here yeah. in, in a minute. If you see the rundown, we're talking about the Georgia-Florida game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you but, a stadium that I think should be on there. What's that? I was about I to mean, ask you that. Uh, uh, in South Carolina. Is Brian, is Brian Denny? Is that Brian Denny? Uh, Williams Bryce, Brian Denny's. Williams Bryce, that's it, that's it, that's right. Yeah. So Williams Bryce, have you have you, you've been there when they played Sandstorm? I've never oh, been there. Oh my god! Either whether it's a one o'clock game, or seven o'clock game, those those fans are out there and they're ready, they're ready to rock and roll. You know, so I think I think South Carolina is, is a stadium that people just they take for granted because it's just South Carolina, and those people yeah. get rowdy there too. They have by far. The most disrespectful fans I have ever encountered in my whole entire life. You know, they, they can beat in South Carolina. You know, when it's yeah. South Carolina versus Georgia, oh my God, those those fans are ridiculous. But you know, it it makes for it makes for a great atmosphere, great college mm-hmm. experience, things like that. It makes for great football. You know, yeah. so Williams Bryce, I'm telling you, y'all better look into Williams Bryce. That is a very tough place to play when those fans yeah. are up and they're yeah. rowdy, and then the white towels are gone. They start playing Sandstorm. Yeah, it's about to be about to get cooking. Yeah, and 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 as much as I as much as I hate Tennessee and, and bag on Tennessee, their stadium should be in there. That that that, that place is loud. Yeah. Um. When when they're Especially rocking, when they roll, that Rocky place Top. is loud. Oh. I think they just played Rocky Top. Oh God, I hate that. And they, know. you know, the worst part is that turn. they play every single play every for the whole entire practice. When we play Tennessee, they play it the whole entire practice. Every yeah. version of the Dolly Parton version. Um, any version that's ever had Rocky Top, they play it at practice the whole entire they play practice. It loud. It, it is I've awful. been I've yeah. been sitting in class when when that's when that's happened when y'all practice in the stadium and it's Rocky Top. I was about day. to say, oh, I was about to say, don't let us be at the stadium. No, every speaker is playing Rocky Top, and it is absolutely awful. Yeah, makes your stomach turn right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, I was listening to the J Boy show. I'll give J Boy some some credit here, some love, Jake. Uh, we got it. We got it. We got a setup now, Jake. So uh, we're coming for you. You're ready. Um, <laughs> you know, he was having a debate. He had Chris Doring on his show, and I, I was listening, um, as I do a lot of shows on on the Believe Network. Um, he was talking about neutral site games, mm-hmm. right? And it got me thinking about Georgia, Florida, because you know most most of these neutral site games are very corporate, very buttoned up, very like made for TV type. Matchups, right? Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of like home feel to it, right? Yeah. But I think the Georgia Florida game hits different, and, and a lot of people are on the fence of it should be home and home or it should stay neutral yeah. the, way, the way it has been. To me, I, I'm on the side of of it staying neutral. Um, yes, just yeah, because stay neutral for the South Georgia fans. It is a home game for South Georgia fans, right? Yeah. And it's and it's a home game for for Florida fans. So I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think it's it's a perfect atmosphere. You know, it, it's not a it's not your standard neutral site game. That that game mm-hmm. is rowdy. 
Yeah. And it's pretty and cool to, to see half the stadium you. empty. Exactly. It, you have to understand when, when, if you, if you do home and home, right? The right. home team is allowed literally what? 80% of the tickets, you know, yeah. and the visiting teams only allowed it just so much. So you're going to have a sea of, a sea of red when we're at home and just a little bit of orange or blue. And you go to Ben Hill, then you got, you got orange and blue, and then you got just a little bit of red. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you keep you keep it the same because you understand that is a home game for Georgia still because you got all the South Georgia towns like all like myself here in Albany, Valdosta, um, Clinch County, even on the coast over there. People stay in St. Simons to watch the football game. People stay in mm-hmm. St. Simons to travel over to Jacksonville to watch the football game. You know what I mean? So it's still a home game for Georgia, you know. And you got half of that side is Georgia, half that that side is Florida. You know, tickets are are even split right down the middle. I mean, it's neutral. That's what neutral is. You know, you got right. all the all the Florida people that want to come up, and it's not a very far drive for either for either school, really. You know, yeah. it's it's kind of the same. Florida has just a little bit of an advantage, but I mean, it's still the same. But you keep it neutral when you go there. You've been there just probably as many times as I have outside of being a player, and you see you see a sea of Georgia and you see a sea of Florida. You know, yeah. so you have you have to keep that that game like it's the largest cocktail party ever. Invented, and you have to keep it there. I think I think that if you move that game to home and home, I don't think you have as much excitement for the game as it is with it being in Jacksonville. Yeah, I agree. And and, and to play devil's advocate, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, what about the what about the college atmosphere? What about you know Georgia fans travel so well going down to Florida, and Florida fans vice versa coming up to. To, to Athens, you know what, you know, there's something to be said about the recruiting of it. There's something to be said about, you know, hosting a, a Florida game in Athens, but to me, it would just feel weird, right? Mm-hmm. It would just feel weird because it's been there so long. It's such a great environment down in Jacksonville. Like you're not missing anything and, and it's a good way to get equal showing. I mean, there's a hundred thousand people there. You know, and and only seventy thousand can fit in the stadium, and then there's mm-hmm. another probably thirty thousand that come down on game day, and you got all these people mm-hmm. say Simons, and it, it's like a whole vacation for Georgia fans. So, exactly. if there's a Georgia fan telling you that they want that to be home and home, like I, I don't know. I mean, Israel, you're probably I don't know. You may remember it. I I was almost too young to remember it, but the 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 two years where they were renovating or building Jacksonville's new stadium. Uh, where they mm-hmm. had to do home and home, that just like nobody remembers that. It's just yeah, I, I didn't even know they did that. You, you just yeah, they, you just enlightened me on something that I didn't even know. I thought it was always Jacksonville. Spurrier hung a fifty piece in Athens on us, just so you know. Mm. Yeah, he hung a fifty he's still piece. Mad about, he's, still, he's still mad about that that whole deal, ain't he? <laughs> always, always, he'll always be mad about that. But that was their national championship team, so there wasn't much we could do. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the end of the Ray Golf era. So you know how that you know how well that went. Right. He had all yeah. that talent. Talk about somebody who had a lot of talent and couldn't, you know, couldn't do much with it, you know. Let me tell you something. The most talented teams are the ones that get you fired because you have so yeah. much expectation because you have so much talent and yeah. then you don't produce and then next thing you know, you're in the principal's office and with your walking papers. 
Absolutely. So, uh, t- <laughs> talking about Georgia, Florida, uh, have you have you been outside of uh, outside of your playing days? Oh yeah. And you I, go I, every year. I, 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 I try to get down there every year. I haven't been in the, like the last couple of years. Um, but I remember my first time going outside of being a player, and I was like, "So this is what y'all do," and I was amazed that just how much fun it was to just be a spectator even if you just didn't even go into the game just being a spectator out there tailgating and things like that you know seeing <laughs> seeing the, the the massacre of things that happens outside the stadium i mean it's just awesome it's an experience that i would tell anybody to get, even if you're not a georgia or florida fan people right. go to georgia florida just because of the event you know it's okay. just you know and it's always during Georgia's fall break. They do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Kids go down on Thursday. You know, they stay well, Thursday, people, Friday, Saturday, and then come back. People in this whole class you know anyway. I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things to where just everybody just be quiet and leave the way it is because that's the way it's going to be. And, I mean, go have fun. If, you, if you're complaining about it being home and home, you just haven't been. You know, once you go and you see exactly, like, why everybody's so excited about it, you will be quiet and you will probably go every single year. Even if you don't go yeah. into the game, you'll go just to W. Yeah, and the tailgating is second to none. I mean, we've always had good experiences uh, because we know somebody that lives in Jacksonville. Uh, one of mm-hmm. person in our friend group, her dad is her dad is is like second command at CSX Railroad. We we mm-hmm. all, all like all of my bet a lot of my best memories are, are from those Georgia Florida weekends. Like mm-hmm. Israel. This is this is the funniest thing. Like we were, we were, I think like, like I think it was oh seven. It was oh seven, oh eight. You know those years. We started getting like he started renting little party buses for us because there'd be so many of us that went down and stayed together. Mm-hmm. They rent party buses for us, right? And then he he knew the 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 police chief there for the city of Jacksonville. So guess what we got? Police escort. Police escort to the game, right? We're on this bus. People are pulling over going, who in the hell are these people? You know, and little do they know it's a bunch of like just recently, recent college grads just, you know, doing whatever. You know, they they have no idea what's about to step off this bus. Yeah. They think we're like celebrities. I know, right? (laughs) We're looking out the window, looking at people's reactions. We're just having drinks. We're just going having so much fun you walk around we have our tailgate set up we, we get dropped off and people are like really police escort really um then we go into the game and man it's like just to see and there's so many of these moments where like you're walking out of the stadium and like you're surrounded mm-hmm. by florida fans and like you lead a chant or like you're surrounded by georgia fans and you lead a chant and it's like one person says something and the whole place erupts like in unison yeah. like I, I did that one time like so many of my and like it, when i was going we only won twice when i was going right that that well, that was the run of like losing to florida every year mm-hmm. you know and so we'd go down there and inevitably this the sunday drive is like man how did we lose that game you know and <laughs> but it didn't matter you know well i mean it mattered but it didn't like in the grand scheme of things it's like man that was like the best weekend ever it was like the best fall break ever. Yeah. And, and then the next year we'd say, man, that's the best fall break ever. You know, exactly. the next year, man, that's the best fall break ever. And we just keep saying mm-hmm. it every single year because every single year, one little thing got better for us, for our experience. And, you know, we figured out Jacksonville. We figured out how to navigate the tailgates. 
We figured mm-hmm. out how to have fun. We we went to the landing and figured out how to navigate through there because that that place can get pretty crowded. So, mm-hmm. um, but but to me, like one of the coolest things, and I, I've never seen it in any other neutral site game, like even the Red River Shootout, like even some of these like like Georgia Florida type neutral site games, like yeah, you know, I think mm-hmm. the only one left is the Red River Shootout where it's like truly kind yeah. of like a half and half. But even then, those fans aren't separated literally half and half, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, they're they're you, mixed you in between. Yeah, they're, they're all mixed in between or like by section. So it's like burn orange, crimson, burn orange, crimson, yeah. crimson, burn orange, burn orange. Cri- you know, it's just all around the stadium, all around the Cotton Bowl. In Jacksonville, like you can see the split when any, when any team attempts an extra point or field mm-hmm. goal, you can see the you can see the line. Right, right you can down see the middle. Georgia and Florida fans sitting side by side, somehow not beating the holy, you know what, out of each other. <laughs> um, and it, like you see the divide, and like at the end of the game, there's always one side of the, the stadium is completely empty at late in the fourth quarter. Every right? year, every all single the time, year. all the time, except for I think it was 2012 when when Jar it was either 12 or 13 when Jarvis mm-hmm. uh, knocked the ball out of Jordan Reed's hands going into the end zone. Yep. That was a, that was down to the wire, but um, yep. I was there. I saw it happen. I was right there. When Malcolm was, caught that touchdown and yeah. I was like, Oh my God, we're about to win this game. And then they marched yep. right down the field. I'm like, dang, now we're about to lose. And then Jarvis yeah. knocks the ball out. Sanders comes, jumps on and I'm like, thank yeah. you God. That is it. That was the first one I didn't go to. So oh. I was like, man, I can't. I, I was like, I can't ever go back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh. ever go back. Uh, but that was the first one I didn't go to. I, I was getting ready. Uh, I, I, we were actually going out like right after that for a Halloween mm-hmm. thing. So I was like, getting ready to get in the shower. Like Malcolm catches that pass, and I'm like, getting ready to get in the mm-hmm. shower. And I'm like, oh no. So I'm like, I'm like delaying it in the shower. I'm like, okay, we're going to stop here. They're done. Oh no. Oh no. Oh God. They're marching. So I'm like delaying getting in the shower. I'm like, oh crap. And then, and then Jarvis knocks the ball out and I'm going nuts. I'm in a towel, mind you. And I'm going nuts. That was a great game. That was a great game. So how could you move that from being a neutral site game? Like how, like, like how could you do that? Like that you're robbing so many fans of, of such a great experience. Like that's a unique experience. Like, I, I get not having the Chick-fil-A kickoff. Okay. That's if you did away with that game. Cool. Right. Yeah. You know, if you move this Clemson, Georgia matchup to home and home, cool. Great. I'd probably rather, rather go to Clemson, and see this game or, or have Clemson visit Georgia, to see this game. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're starting to see a little bit more of these home and homes instead of neutral site games uh, in the, in like the distant future where like, we have a, a home and home with UCLA. We have a home and home with Ohio State, you know, mm-hmm. and, and some of these exciting matchups in like 2029. Mm-hmm. But like there's a Shamrock series with Wisconsin and Notre Dame. They're playing at Soldier Field. Like, why not mm-hmm. just play that Camp Randall and and uh touchdown Jesus, right? Why not do that? Yeah. You know, that mm-hmm. one doesn't make a whole that's, lot of sense. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's a little bit off the radar. You know, but it might it yeah. might make for that might give the George Florida game runs for his money. You never know. I mean, it is yeah. Notre Dame. People are yeah, going to watch Notre Dame. Notre Dame no matter what. People are going to yeah. complain, and I complain too because I don't think they're a top fourteen because they yeah. haven't shown it yet. Do they deserve to be yeah. there? Yeah, because they won. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah. if you put them together, 
probably going to be a good game. Notre, Notre Dame fans are pretty loyal too now. Oh, it, it'll gonna be bring a great it. game. Yeah, they're going to bring it. It'll be a great game. I just wish it was in Camp Randall. <laughs> or I wish it was at Notre Dame. You know, That game might like, be at 1 o'clock if it was at Camp Randall because obviously be, they can't have it, a nighttime game. It'd definitely be a noon kick. Right. Or they might even give them the 9 a.m. brunch kick because the students won't be awake yet. <laughs> they can't yeah. cause trouble. It's on the Big Ten Network because they're banned from ESPN for saying well, vulgar don't stuff. Slow down. Easy, easy guys. Easy. Take it easy. Yeah, they don't they don't they don't know how to take it easy there. Which is okay. They're college mm-hmm. kids, right? So That's true. Yeah. so the consensus YOLO. is YOLO, right? YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. Um so yeah, that's uh, so the consensus. Neutral site mostly bad, yep. but keep Red River Shootout. Keep keep the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. And if you're a naysayer, please visit Jacksonville and please tell mm-hmm. me and report back to me. Right, report back yep. to me because that game is second. Like as far as neutral site games, that game is obviously the top, right? And people are going to cite Legion yep. Field for for the Iron Bowl, which that game does not need mm. to be a neutral site game because it's contained with like it's contained within the state right it'd be like Mm -hmm. georgia georgia tech playing at at the dome or at the mercedes-benz now that would be weird because we're in the same state nobody's gonna go nobody's gonna go see that that's weird like if it's within the state so there's no point yeah it's like within the state then yeah play play you know play within this you know play at your home and home right cool but like it's a Georgia Florida thing, and it's unique because it, for a whole segment of fans, it's it's like a close, it's like their Super Bowl for for, mm-hmm. for the Georgia side of it. So, you know, it's 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 way different, right? It's way different. Most definitely. Like, if you haven't been, please go, and I promise you, you will not want to do home and home anymore. I can promise you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like all like ninety percent of my college stories are Georgia Florida weekends. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but. A lot, a lot of of my stories that I tell about about college are from those weekends. I can completely and I can completely understand. It's, it's I've been so much there. fun. It happened. Yeah, it's so much fun, man. There's and, and <laughs> every every experience is like you go down there every year, and it's not the same experience every it, like. No. There's something new every year. There's something that happens exactly. every year that you discover about Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. That you didn't know before. And then that keeps happening. Yeah. And it keeps happening. So Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Definitely. So, um, yeah. So Dan Mullen got an extension. So we're we're sticking with this Georgia, Florida, uh, deal. Dan Mullen got an extension. I'm happy about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm happy about that. I, I think he's, uh, he's not a good fit for Florida. I don't think, um, He's yeah. not a good fit. But he, I don't he, think. he he's good for he's good for the East because it makes it fun. You know, if you fun. look at all the you look at all the coaches with on the East, just on the East side. You know, the West has Lane Kiffin. They got Mike Leach over there now. You know, Nick Saban, who's always throwing out little, little spurs here and there. You know, if you look on the if you look on the East side, I mean, we got Kirby Smart, who, who's pretty funny um, when he wants to be, and that that. That's kind of it, you know. Coach Pittman. I mean, he's on the other side, but um, let's see who else we got. We got Dan Mullen. That's it. That's the only entertainment on the east side that we're going to get. So, I mean, um, it, 
it make it makes it fun, you know, for the conferences, you know, and I mean, we we got to compete with the West. I mean, we they can't just have all the funny coaches on their side, you know. So you know, have, having him on the East side, and it makes the Georgia Florida game and that rivalry just a little bit more because you know he's gonna cuss out Coach Grantham at some point too, which is great for TV. And I love Coach. I love I love I love Todd Grantham. Um, he was there. He was DC when I was there. Um, I love him to death. You know, he, he's been great every time we've gone down to Gainesville, um, you know, with, with our teams and things like that. I love him to death. But I love seeing him and Dan Mullen get into it because those two, because I know I know Coach Grant, he's not going to give up without a fight. And neither is <laughs> neither is Dan yeah. Mullen. So yeah, it is hilarious to watch them two go at it. It's hilarious. No doubt. And, you know, it, it, as long as he keeps this rivalry interested – Interesting, I should say, not interested. Uh, then, then I'm all for it, right? Uh, I, I like it for a lot of multitude of reasons. Um, but you know, I, I do think, and I don't want to say that I don't want to not say that Dan Mullen's not a great coach because I think he is. But um, I think the fit's a little weird for Florida. I, I think he's, I don't know where he fits, but Florida, Florida seems kind of like, like he, he's kind of got that underachiever mindset for a team that's like always expected to be loaded with talent. So it's almost like he doesn't know what. So it's, it's almost like he he's the person that got handed keys to a Ferrari and is like, "What do I do with this thing?" Yeah, can't drive right. stick shit. It's okay. Yeah. I, he's gonna figure it out. He's gonna figure yeah, it he out. Will. He will. Now he he finally got his automatic transmission with Emory Jones, so we'll see how that goes. He and, did. Uh, he did. So, so this is gonna it's gonna the East is gonna be pretty interesting this year. So I'm excited yeah. about it. And let's just leave the game in Jacksonville and call it a day because that they call have to it a day. The end. Fair enough. So, I uh, want to uh, want to introduce a, a new sponsor, uh, Israel. Uh, they'll, they'll be with us for a few weeks. Uh, have you ever heard of Moink? No, I haven't. Oh, funny you should what say. We working with? We're working with a, another meat company, right? We had Kansas City Steaks, which um, I finally, my mom for Father's Day bought me some Kansas City Steaks, actually. So, um mm. So we finally got caught up on that. Uh, Moink is uh, Moink is another uh, a meat company, right? Um, and you would have seen Moink. Uh, they were founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank, and they even and, and they even went as far as host Kevin O'Leary said when he said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted. You know oh, what? You got me sold at bacon. You got me sold right. at bacon. I'm all and Jamie Siminoff, the creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, also invested mm-hmm. in Moink. So that right there tells me all I need to know, right? You got a super successful company in Ring in the home security. They are jumping into the meat game with Moink, right? And and their feature product is obviously bacon, right? So why do four why do just four companies control 80% of the US meat industry? Because it's big food crushes the little guy and and, and you can help change that with moinkbox.com. So why are 97% of the chickens served in the U.S. dipped in chlorine? Well, big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. Also, the best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from a grocery store. You'll only find it on the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why, Israel, you need moinkbox.com. I have a Traeger grill, so this would be perfect for me, right? I'm, I'm gonna take a look That's at this, it. and uh, they got a lot. They got a lot of stuff, you know. Father's Day is coming up, so I need to tell my wife about this. Yeah, I need, get, I need get her, more get her stuff it, right? to put on the grill. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I mean, it, the, the more stuff you can grill, the better. I've sent you a lot of screenshots of, of different food that I've, that I've cooked. Yes. I'm very jealous of the ribs you sent me last time. I really am. Yeah. Well, I did. I sent you a brisket once too. Not, not long ago. I sent you, I, I, did I send yeah, you the tomahawk? I forgot about the brisket. Man, did I send you the tomahawk? Uh, I got to send you the tomahawk. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty good on the trigger. So trigger, get if you're hearing going. this, get, come on, trigger, come on. Come on, Traeger. Come on over here. I got some pictures to prove it, too. Come on. Uh, so hey, join. You the... have been plugging Traeger a lot, man. I'm on Traeger. What are we waiting on? I know, right? So get Traeger. We got Moink on the boat, right? So get Traeger. Get Moink, right? Get your meats. Get get your meats. Get your smoker. And then get your ring doorbell to make sure nobody breaks in while you're, while you're smoking your meat that you bought from Moinkbox.com. And you, you're, you're good to go. So you know what you need to do, Israel? And you know what I'm going to think about doing here? I'm going to join the Moink movement today. So I'm going to go to moinkbox.com slash believe right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year with every box ordered. Free bacon? Oh, free man. bacon for a year. So that's as one year of the best done, bacon. I'm logging in. Absolutely. That's one, that's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. So that's spelled... M-O-I-N-K box.com slash believe B-L-E-A-V. That's moinkbox.com slash believe. Jump on the train today. Get the best meats you'll ever meet. Get the best meats yeah. you'll ever eat. Then bring them over to my house and I'll smoke them for you. How about that? <laughs> can, can we talk about how cool we look? I feel like we're on ESPN right now because we have thanks to believe it. This is awesome. They put mm-hmm. everything down at the bottom so you see it. We got the picture on the yep. side so right here. Man, this is awesome. This is cool. Free bacon. Free is for me, right? Right right there. Right. Where's my finger? Hold on. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right at All the right. bottom of your screen. Yep. You see it right there. I can't point today. I can't point. I'm too excited. So, um, so yeah, Moink Box, man. I'm I'm excited for that. I I I hope they hope they stick around with us. I think they'll be That'd be really, really good. So uh, track and field, Israel, something, you know, we talk about all sports here, but never in a million years did I think we would actually get to track and field. Not because I don't Mm -hmm. like track and field, just because like it's, it's not on the radar. The headlines get buried, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, you know, we want to welcome the new coach, right? Want to welcome the new coach. Head coach Carol Smith Gilbert coming mm-hmm. over. She's a national champion. Most recently, the 2021 NCAA Outdoor National Champions, USC. Mm-hmm. I think the real USC too, um, Southern Cal. And um, she won a national championship and said, "You know what? I will go to Georgia. I'm going to Georgia." Yes. Uh, Josh Brooks again, like. He goes, he dips into sports. He he makes headlines in track and field. Like, what AD makes headlines in track and field? (laughs) I love it. Like, track and field gets no love. College track and field gets no love. The sport of track Mm -hmm. and field gets no love except for once every four years for the Olympics. Josh Mm -hmm. Brooks made that front page headlines, right? Not really front page, but in the grand scheme of things for track and field. It was sports front page because it's a, it's a home run hire. You have to think about, look at what she's done. You know, look at the program at Georgia. So one thing that I hated, like you said, track gets lost. 
I didn't realize how much our track team has won. Yeah, they, I, so I, I, I saw a picture of our former head coach with all trust. And I'm like, why have I ha- haven't we heard anything about this? You know, exactly. may, maybe we have, and I either overlooked it or something. But that's that's impressive, you know. And then for her to come in and take over a program that's already on the rise, I mean, that's huge. That is huge. That goes to show how much they put on the program. That's just how much uh, John has done his homework on finding a new head coach. And kudos to the last head coach that has done so well with the program. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I, is, I'm excited that is, for that. That is awesome hire. Yeah, no doubt. And and she's coming into a program right now that's got 19 current and former dogs starting at the U.S. track and field trials in Eugene. Mm-hmm. That That's insane, right? Like, that's what she's walking into yes. after just winning a national championship. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia Athletics is on the freaking rise. So, uh, needless to say, we've got, let's see, all-American women's high jump, Shelby Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's triple jump, all-American, Jasmine Moore. Women's triple jump, all-American, Titiana Marsh. Women's all-American high jump, Anna Hall. Right? We've got Arian Smith. That was a uh, that was a track and field all-American. Matthew Bowling mm-hmm. in the 200 uh, and the 4 by one Arian Smith in the 4 by one and the 1. It, like th- there's all Americans all over the place here. And, and you just, she just walked into a factory and she, she's about to be ridiculous. And if we didn't know anything about track and field right now, we're about to figure it out because, and we're about to get blown up about it because this is about to, this is about to be national news now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it's going to be, it's going to be insane. And uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Anything that makes the, the university look good. Come on, men's basketball. <laughs> it's your turn. Uh, baseball, right. it's your turn. Let's get this yeah. thing right now. Oh, speaking of baseball, shout out to our girls' softball team. Um, yes. Where they, they were this close, this close to knocking off the number one team in the nation. Um, they fell a little bit short, but, you know, they got there, and, it, and it's got the limit now. I know we're looking for a new head coach, and I'm pretty sure – they're doing their due diligence there, so it's going to be another home run hire uh, for Josh Brooks. So the softball team's on the rise. Every sport is on the rise right now at Georgia. Yes. And congratulations and, and, you know, to Lou Harris Champer. Yes, for for her retirement, and I didn't, I never, mm-hmm. never realized how many games she's won. But she's been yeah. she's been dominant, you know, in, in the in the softball game. So uh, congratulations yeah. to her for her retirement, and uh, you know, hope you have a have a fun retirement. And maybe, you know, most, most people don't stay retired for too long. So maybe we'll see her again. Maybe she'll come back, you know, being assistant, kind of help out and things like that. So Georgia's yeah. softball is, and they look good at the worst teams as well now. It's not like just got beat. No, that was a one-run game in the very first game, which I think mm-hmm. we could have won, you know, um, if the chips had fallen a different way. And then you're playing a high-power team, an Oklahoma team again, you know, so you just never know what's going to happen. And now, I think since they had that taste of it and they were so close, I think that's just going to make them go even higher and set that expectation yeah. a little bit higher. So Oklahoma's coach is going to be in, in, in Athens next year, but based on the based on the current trend uh, that, we're, <laughs> that we're hiring. So, yeah, Lou, Lou Harris-Champer, congratulations on 25 
tremendous season, including uh, including twenty All Americans. Uh, you had uh, SEC Academic Honor Roll 145 times, 39 on the SEC First Year Academic Honor Roll. All kinds of on and off the field uh, accolades. There's a list a mile long. We'd be here for another hour uh, just mentioning those names. So, um, but Israel, we're we're approaching that hour mark. So I want to lay out what to expect here over the course of this summer uh, with our show. Uh, the goal is to take UGA schedule and and get a get a, a team by team preview. So we're going to try mm-hmm. to have somebody. The goal is to have somebody from every team on our schedule uh, on on the show to to preview uh, to preview their teams uh, uh, moving forward and and to give us a kind of a a look and a glimpse into the opponent's uh, point of view. Uh, mm-hmm. So UAB will be kind of tough to find, but um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we can get our FCS game with Charleston Southern. We can get Joe DeLeon for that. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, we've got several on, on the Believe uh, on the Believe Network that we can uh, tap into. You know, obviously Jay Boy for Auburn. Even though he's kind of more of a comprehensive show, uh, he's still got ties to Auburn. Uh, we've got Vinny mm-hmm. Hardy up there, in Kentucky. Kyler Kerbison uh, over there in Tennessee. Um, we've got. Um, Need to find somebody for South Carolina, which I think I have an option for that. Um, Mizzou, I still need to look well. for. Oh, well, there you go. Um, I think we might have one for Florida. Uh, I, I just got uh, fifth quarter Clemson, uh, the, the mm-hmm. account on Twitter there. So we'll, we'll have them for the Clemson matchup. Uh, we've got we've got our guy from Arkansas, um, the Hog Talk guy. Um, got him, <laughs> Kyle Sutherland. So we'll have him on again. He'll be good. And then if uh, Georgia and Alabama meet, we'll we'll have a tide talk uh, sports on here for for the SEC championship matchup. So we'll we'll uh, that'll be down the road. So we'll have that. We're gonna have Chris Burnett on next week. I've got him confirmed. So unless uh, mm-hmm. unless things go south, uh, we're gonna have Chris Burnett, your boy. Uh, we can we can together. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll commiserate over um, TK's new best friend. And uh, talk about his talk about what's going on with him and and Brandon Boykin. They're doing a great job um, mm-hmm. continuing, you know, with with their podcast. So we'll have we'll have Chris on, maybe Brandon on down the road, uh, or maybe Brandon can come on with Chris. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll open that invitation. Yeah, right there. Um, and then just uh, so so season previews. We're gonna Israel in, in between those. We're gonna start previewing Georgia position by position. I know we've kind of mm-hmm. already have, but as storylines. And, and fall camp really gets underway. We'll, we'll we'll get a more idea of we'll get a better idea of of how these some of these position groups are going to shape up and what this team's really going to kind of look like. So we'll get that. So that's kind of some programming notes here uh, down the stretch. But as we go, Israel, uh, you got uh, last words for you. Man, I'm just excited to see all these kids at these camps. Um, I know Georgia's had their 707 lately. Um, a lot of teams that we play down here in South Georgia, you know, they've gone and showed out. Uh, Doherty County, as a matter of fact, came in second. Um, I think it was either last week or early this week, you know, second at the Georgia 707. So congratulations to them. Uh, we actually play them. They're history. We play them within our region. Um, so it's just good to see things getting back to normal. You know, it's good to see these mm-hmm. kids, you know, through the last two, through the last few years, you know, due to COVID. You know, they haven't had a chance to go on these campuses. They haven't had a chance to do 707s and things like they're doing now. So 
it's great to see that. Great to see, you know, uh, all the correspondence and everything on Twitter. Um, guys, keep going. I hope everybody has a, a phenomenal season, injury-free season. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm just lo- I'm just looking forward to see this recruiting thing up, blow up, and uh, we get our guys at Georgia. And I can't wait to hear how things going. You know, when fall camp starts, and as soon as we do our preview, I can't wait. Absolutely, man. It's uh, it's shaking out uh, again. Been around for a year. Uh, the next year is going to be even bigger, and years to come. Thanks to our partners here at Brinks TV and the Believe Podcast Network. Doing some big things. Um, and if you want to follow a really good football program, follow Israel as my as my allergies are finally starting to attack me. Um, follow <laughs> Just uh, about to get off. Merry Christmas. I know, right? It's like, whoo, I I'm gonna itch tremendously. No, uh follow Monroe Football on uh on mm-hmm. social media. That's a good follow. Uh, you, you kind of see what a good South Georgia program is all about, a, a program on the rise at Hillwood football. If you just feel sorry for a Nashville program that's really young, <laughs> uh, follow, follow that. Uh, again, at Troopstar28, if you want some good entertainment, uh, at Coach Burton 36 at Believe in Dogs on all social media platforms. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Facebook Live. We got a Twitch account. I, I think we're I think we're on Twitch right now. Um so 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 find us that we're we're in plenty of places now. Subscribe, get on board. Uh, we're we're going to be the goal is to be the number one Georgia show on the network, and uh, so we're going to stream live. We're going to be a night sh- a nighttime show. We're going to dominate this nighttime market. It'll be up for you tomorrow morning. The audio version will be up for you tomorrow morning. So we are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We are presented by betonline.ag. We hope you enjoyed us. We'll see you back here next week. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. And we are out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.